everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 153, from December the 31st, 1994. Remember, this set of tapings we're in right now is taping number three from this location, which was taped December the 5th, 1994. We're in Princeton, West Virginia, at Princeton High School, with a reported 250 people in attendance, if you believe the internet. That said, Happy New Year. Uh, new year, new me, I guess, since it's December 31st of 94. For us, it's mid-July in the summer here. It's hot and sweltering, and we hate everything about summer. But let me welcome in to Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, Doc and Hardbody Hopper. And Hopper was on a rant this morning, and I'm afraid... What? <laughs> I'm afraid to actually... Uh, get back into this discussion i had to hit record because he was rolling so well uh we were having a discussion because hopper incorrectly said the term arab on a recent nwa episode and doc could you want to tell him how it's supposed to be said i believe it's arab yeah but, so we're gonna have to send harper to um BTT training cultural sensitivity training there you go uh, cultural so sensitivity yeah it's arabs Okay, so you'll we'll get you taken care of on that when you attend the training. Um, but the thing I said was is that it, we were talking about how everybody is just Asian now, but that Asia is the biggest continent on Earth, and pretty soon somebody's going to say this label does not correctly make my my cultural identity come alive. So they're going to split back up at some point. We'll see what they, where that goes and how Harper can can uh, offend those people, too. That's nice. Well, yeah, because technically Russia is in Asia, so but you wouldn't say a Russian is an Asian. No. We get, so we could get into the argument, is Turkey in Asia or Europe? But no, you, because they got, the they got round eyes. Jesus okay, Christ. Okay, well, um, we may need to go to the training and make sure that we have that included in there as well. You may have to, st we may have to, Mike, we might have to just bypass um, the training and go straight to the North Korean Cultural Reeducation Center for Harper. Jesus. Well, Turkey is considered European, right? Is it? I, th I They're in NATO. <laughs> <laughs> That was not. That was, I can honestly say that that was not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth. So, um, I feel like we're we're treading on very very thin ice here, guys. Um, I just got to say, I'm going to bring this back here. We're doing, man. It's summertime, and we have been talking a shit ton of wrestling, have we not, Mike? This isn't okay. I I don't really like doing this, but I'm going to lay this out. By the time you hear this, this will happen close to about three weeks ago. But Monday, I had I recorded with Tracy Smothers. You've heard that by now. Uh, Tuesday, Lance and I did a world-class show. Wednesday, Doc Harper and I did an NWA show. Thursday, 
we did the first Clash of the Champions. It, today, we're doing <laughs> Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So, yeah, Two we're shows. doing a shit ton of wrestling, man. It's a lot. Hey, <laughs> so I got become a patron if you appreciate yeah. that at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. I am not kidding you. Four nights this week and one day this week, an off day from work, I have recorded BTT stuff. And these guys have as well. So there you have it. Well, and let me tell you this, man. We were tired. We were both blown up last night, but Harper, the clash was fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. I got to watch a, it. We had a blast, man. I, I we, we did say this on the show to the people. If you ha- if you usually don't watch along, it'd be worth it to go back and at least watch the Fantastics and the Midnights, the Arn and Tully match, and definitely Flair. Flair was a, a genius. And guess what, Harper? I put Sting over. Did I not, Mike? I, you didn't have a choice, if we're being yeah. honest. I mean, oh, I always he, have a choice. Who's he working with, though? Well, the best ever. Yeah. I mean, that's like they say Piper's best match was with Bret Hart. I mean... Well, yeah. Who's he working with? But but Harper, the thing was, you know, Nikita has had matches with with Flair, and you wouldn't say, "Oh, that's five star match." But, Dude, Nikita's beyond. He, that's fucking Nikita, bro. That's what Come we on. said. That's exactly what we said. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it's like calling double dribble on a. Come you get, on. You know, fuck. You gotta let some shit oh. slide. I'm gonna, okay, damn. let me come out and pr- I got to issue a BTT press statement on that. So Harper was up late last night. He's real tired. He's been on some medication lately. So we apologize to anyone we've offended with that statement. That's fucked that? up. <laughs> Mike <laughs> said delete that. I'll put I'll put a beep over it. Okay. I put a beep. I put a beep over something like two, three weeks ago. I know y'all didn't hear it because y'all didn't listen back. I, I, I don't even remember what you said. It wasn't even that bad, but I put a beep over it, um, like a sensor beep, and I had a ton of people go, "Well, I need to know what he said." I, I, for the life of me, I, it couldn't have been that bad because I don't even remember. He I said Dusty's cave babe girlfriend. <laughs> no, it was something else. He said it, it was. I don't even remember. It wasn't even wrestling related because I remember it. But in my mind, look, I'll break, I'll, I'll break Kayfabe for a second. In my mind, I was Uh-oh. like, if you lay a, if you lay a beep over it, folks will be, they'll think even worse. They'll be like, oh fuck, what, what did they censor? Because that's what you do naturally as, as a person. Imagine, imagine what people must think when the filth that emanates from our mouths onto this, onto this format, and then you make the decision to, to beep something, right? Sullivan says this all the time. What people can imagine is far worse than anything I can do. It's like when I've been... Especially when you talk about the Army, dude. They're out there thinking the worst about everything. It's it's like when Ivan said, we're going to deal with you old country way. That's right. You're you're like, what they going to do? Hang him by his balls in Siberia and let the dogs eat him? Well, I got to tell you right now. First of all, Harper, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Man, it's... You know, I, I was wondering what happened to that episode that you didn't uh, uh, download or whatever with the special person. Oh, the lost episode. Where yeah. I, well, see, I I went to attend the training after that, and apparently you didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's don't. The least. The less we talk about that, the better. Okay, um, okay brother. <laughs> so, you know, now that we know that Harper's been up all night and, and dealing with hurricanes down there in the, in the Gulf Coast, 
We got a hot hour here, man, or a hot 45 minutes. I got something staring me on the screen I want to talk about, so maybe we should get started. Yeah, we should. So, um, Hopper, I know you missed the last two. We'll bring you up to speed if you have questions. Uh, I, I wouldn't say you... There was a bit of recaps, but we had some fun. Those yeah. were some good episodes, I will say that. But these two episodes... Hey, what? Can you... Give me the beginning, yeah. What? No, no, no. Look at these shitheads on the front row when they come in. You think these guys need some BTT sensitivity training? Look at these kids. Jesus, Doc. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have a note. And wow. that guy, he was like a fat Fred Savage. Ugh. Uh, yeah. He's all right. I mean, is there anything? Is there anything worse than a white teenage boy? Entitled, awkward, just coming into things. Jesus Christ. I mean, you're dealing with a a teenage boy right now. How fun is that, Mike? Attitude. uh, I don't know if he think. Does he yell at you? No, no, he doesn't. He's fine with that. It's just that I don't think he realizes yet the world doesn't owe him anything. Hmm. Especially as a African American kid, he he needs to. He need he need. <laughs> man, we try to smarten him up to the business, but he's not. He's slowly getting to the. <laughs> that's a. I believe that's a multi year process. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially at fourteen. Um, no, nah, he he yeah. he, he does. He don't get. He does. He he he's never given me attitude about stuff like. That. I mean, the attitude like like you know sucking his teeth and stuff, but raising his man. voice and getting stupid. Nah, he ain't that dumb. Anyway, okay. well. uh, so uh, let me let me get into this and I'll throw it to Hopper. So Les and Jr. tell us that they are going to show some recent highlights from the NWA tournament where Candido mm. won the tournament, um, and he beat yeah. Tracy Smothers in the final of that tournament. And then Budgero is going to take on Brian Lee for the Beat the Champ TV title. Uh, Hopper, it sounds like you got something from this, so go ahead. What for for this match? No, 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 no. The opening um, when they were talking about um, the NWA title. Um, yeah, I, 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 I guess it would be nice if he was wearing a belt <laughs> when he came out. I thought the gonna, same thing. If you're gonna bring it up, the, yeah. My my next question: If I'm someone watching this in 1994, I'm like, he's if he's a champion, where's his fucking belt at? I, I you know, God, we got to yeah. call it straight. I agree. Because I the agree. champions have a belt. <laughs> well, the beat the champ doesn't. Well, he has an, an envelope. Yeah. A, a check. Sweaty, a sweaty nut check. <laughs> a nut check. You get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, won't, yes. I won't go through the, the full tournament, but I can tell you the semifinals of the tournament. It was Tracy Smothers. He pinned Eddie Gilbert. Uh, Chris Candido pinned the Dirty White Boy, and then in the finals, Chris Candido pinned Tracy Smothers to win the vacant NWA. Yeah, they mentioned title. that in the match that three of the four finalists, this three of the four semifinalists, were Smoky Mountain guys. And for clarification purposes, this NWA title tournament is the one that took place after Shane Douglas threw down the belt. So this yeah. was this was the tournament in Cherry Hill, New, <laughs> New Jersey, and it was November nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. Man, that I, I was disappointed. With that kind of where that tournament was, man. Man, the NWA the NWA fell a long way in a short time. Yeah, because I've you know I know the NWA was a you know to say the least a fucking show 
or what it once was at this time. And now it's kind of, you know, kind of trying to get his his fucking feet back underneath it. But you you would think they'll at least be in a, uh, you know, a legit. I mean, not like. A building, a building that wasn't used for educational purposes, perhaps. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, some some sort of a local politician's name auditorium, right? You know? Right. Not the I mean, uh, you know Andrew Jackson Middle School gym. It goes. It just goes to show you that without the WCW partnership, the, the, the NWA in name is nothing. If you don't have a if you don't have a TV deal. Yeah, you don't have your your product on TV, a nice platform. It, it really what a, a nice a, suplex there. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't mean anything. So, I mean, the NWA had fallen by this point. It's pretty sad, but yeah, Chris Candido won the vacant NWA World Title at that tournament. So that's that. Steve Skyfire is in there right now versus Chris Candido. Uh, Candido wins with a superplex off the top rope. Um, Doc, any thoughts on this match? Well, this I want to go back to the open real quick. This is the last show of 1994, so another calendar year goes uh, into the books for us, and and next week we will enter the final. Yeah, that, that sucks. Like when it, when this is like 1995, I'm like fuck. Well, uh-huh. Mike doesn't think so. Mike was telling me this week how much he can't wait for this shit to be over. <laughs> well, I, I'm what I told you actually was the last few months. We will be saying, fuck, we can't wait for this shit to be over. Okay. Well, that's what I heard. I heard. So anyway, the powerbomb there just a minute ago did not end this match, which I thought was interesting in 1994. But I thought Candido was very impressive in this match. I think Tammy looks delicious. Jeez, look at her. The belt that he has is the one with the globe, huh? The the title you're talking about? Yeah. It's it is, would, it's yeah it's the old one. How yeah. would we know? Yeah, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's the NWA. It's the it's the old. Uh, oh, look at him bounce one. off the mat there. That was nice. Then he started flopping like a fish. That was nice. That that superplex has always been a nice move. So well, let's go. Hopper, let's go. We just hit the tournament. Let's really hit the tournament now. Hopper, you got anything from the match or no? Nah. They go to the tournament. They go to the, I should say, tournament highlights. So, JR, he's about to throw us to some highlights from the NWA tournament, specifically the Dirty White Boy and Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, Dirty White Boy uh, eliminated Lawler, and they throw us to the match, and it's joined in progress. Cornette got involved. He was managing Lawler. Cornette tries to hit Dirty White Boy, but he hits Lawler with the racket. Mark Curtis then awards the match to Dirty White Boy. But Lawler and Corny attack Dirty White Boy after the match and put the boots to him and start they, they start to ha- hang him until Al Snow saved him. Yes, Al Snow. Uh, I'll throw it at you, Doc. What did you uh, What did you have from the the brief highlights that they show here? Well, I I like to see. I mean, I thought this. I was with Harper, man. Th- there was not a lot of people here, and yeah. that's odd. To see the kind of names, and I like to see these kinds of things, man. This is interesting to me to see our Smoky Mountain guys interacting with Jerry the King Lawler and and Eddie Gilbert and and other people. I like this, man. Al Snow. FYI, reported six hundred and twenty-five people in attendance. Bullshit. 
I, I, dude, I'm just telling you what was reported. Don't fucking shoot the messenger here, okay, pal? Since yeah, nobody knows sucks. what since nobody knows what I look like, I'm Luka Doncic. <laughs> Baron Corbin. Okay, so did oh. you hear Noe on commentary during this match? Yeah, what about it? Just saying that our good friend Tommy Noe, that's a you know former guest supporter of the show, it was on commentary here. Different voice than we normally hear. Very I know you're true. waiting for me to say something mean about him. I, I'm not going to. He's a he's a dear friend of the show. I'm I I had to ask him one day. Uh, I bet he voiced it over and he wasn't sure. He did that back at the Cornette yeah, He did it literally. Yeah. Literally, he did it from his house. <laughs> uh, so right. this this looks like certainly between the dirty white boy and Lawler. Um, certainly looks like something more than just a tournament match. I don't know. We'll have to yeah. see. I guess. That just sucks. I, it's it's it, damn, bro. This yeah. building's so small, dude. It's it's, it's, it's it's well in real estate terms, it's cozy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Did I see? Is that a? I can't even see. It doesn't even. It's I don't even think, a gym is it? it. That's not. That's not a school. Yeah, because look, look at that big door. You saw that door to the left that, a second ago. That big garage like a, door. Yeah, it's like a fucking. <laughs> I don't know what, I, dude. I don't know what kind of. But there's it no is. bleachers, though. That's true too. That's the first thing I thought was, oh, they got that big ass garage. I mean, that's the loading trucks to unload shit, but there's no bleachers. Yeah, y'all got me with this one. Um, all right. Any other thoughts on Lawler and White Boy? I bet your buddy was probably there, Brian Lass. Was he there? Uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I bet he was. Uh, dude, they are hanging him with cords. That's not even a rope. I just realized that they start to try to hang him with the fucking electrical cords. <laughs> All right. Look at these fucking dicks. Ugh. All right. Let's go to White Boys promo after the the match. Here it is. They're back. They're back in the location where they're filming from. Ladies and gentlemen, there you saw the footage of what happened in the NWA tournament. Being the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, your plate is pretty full anyway, but this was a, another situation. She almost came away with a brass ring. That's right, but you notice Jim Cornette had to come down the ringside. Apparently, he was a little upset over what happened a few weeks ago with Bruiser Brettel and myself, the outcome of those matches. But the man that was really upset was Jerry the King Lawler, because, you know, he was picked as one of the favorites in this tournament, and I knocked him out the first round. He certainly did. As a matter of fact, uh, he hasn't forgotten that. As a matter of fact, dirty white boy, and we have these comments. I'd like to hear for you to hear right now from uh, Jerry the King Lawler. I want to. All right, I want to stop there. Y'all got any, y'all, y'all got any thoughts on? Y'all got any thoughts on Lawler first? I mean, uh, on White Boy. My note here was that DWB. I mean, he's their guy. I mean, he's one of the people. But man, now one of us, and I'm go with me here. But one of us is now rubbing. Elbows in, in in a legitimate scrum with world famous Jerry the King Lawler, man. That's big time. You saying Lawler being here is big time? Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> of course. Another uh, another big name from the World Wrestling Federation has found its way to Smoky Mountain. Um, Hopper, you got anything or we keep going? Uh oh! You might have to step away. All right, let's go to Law. Let's go to Lawler now. Take just a minute to talk to you peasants. 
in Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> no, you, I guess the word peasants is probably a compliment to you. You're even below peasants. You're below peons. The truth of the matter is, what you are are simple hicks. That's right. You're hicks and hillbillies up in Knoxville. You see, I am King Jerry Lawler from Memphis, Tennessee. You know where Memphis is? I'm sure you've heard of it. That's the only part of the state of Tennessee that has any literate people in it. And we laugh all the time about you hicks and hillbillies up in East Tennessee. <laughs> we laugh until we realize what a bad name you give the state of Tennessee. We don't even claim you bunch of jerks. You understand that? Don't even ever think of trying to move up in the world and come to Memphis, Tennessee, because you'll be so out of place, it'll be pathetic. You are right at home in Knoxville. <laughs> the only city in Tennessee where you can't buy a house unless you have the exact change. <laughs> and you know what, dirty white boy? You're right at home in Knoxville, too. That's your kind of people up there, isn't it, huh? <laughs> you like to rub elbows with that trash. Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. One time and one time only, I the king of the World Wrestling Federation am going to venture into Knoxville. That's right. I'm going to fly into Knoxville, Tennessee, and I know I, I'll know when I'm there because as soon as I step off that plane, I'm sure the stench will knock me to my knees, and that's a lot more than you'll ever be able to do, dirty white boy. Do you understand that? But some kind of way, I'm going to be able to find my way to that arena for Super Saturday Night Fever because I've got a mission to accomplish. I'm like the king on a crusade. I'm coming to Knoxville to take care of a little unfinished business, and you know what I'm talking about, don't you, dirty white boy? Huh? You piece of Knoxville trash, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You cost me the NWA title, didn't you, in that tournament? I haven't forgotten it. Kings don't forget stuff like that. I go around reminding elephants of things they forgot. You understand that? And it's taken till now to be able to get there and give you what you deserve. I'm coming to Knoxville to take something from you, dirty white boy. Oh, <laughs> I thought about it. What would he have that I would want? <laughs> Certainly not the dirty white girl. Oh, boy, she'd be easy to take, but I don't want her. She's had more hands on her than a doorknob. That's but let me nice. tell you something. You do have something that I want. It's the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Championship. And believe me, I'm coming to take it. Mark my words, because kings don't lie. Super Saturday Night Fever. I'll be there, dirty white boy, and I'll be the champion. All right, well, there we go. Jared King Lawler. Doc, what you got from it? Man, what a big get for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The damn king of Memphis, the king of the WWF. Jerry the King Lawler, man. He's out there talking about hicks and hillbillies, and I got to say... Where did he lie? Yeah. I, I, y'all see that picture I sent y'all uh, last week? I was outside of his restaurant in Memphis. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Yeah, I didn't go inside. I, I, oh, it was, shit. Dude, it wasn't I, open yet, dude. What am I going to do? Kick the door in and start putting people in headlocks? I mean, shit. Yeah. Grow some hair in your chest. Be a fucking man sometimes. All right. Well, I thought it was funny that the big bad king of Memphis, king of the WWF, 
superstar Jerry the Lawler, King Lawler, was cutting a promo in a locker room in front of Kyle and Tyler's basketball lockers. Yeah, but the thing is, I like about that is it's at least a fucking locker room. I get it. Man, how comfortable and, is how comfortable is the king on the mic though? Yeah. And I would need to go back and look at it. I know next week you can see it better. That's a WWF mic he's got. So I felt like right. that's at a WWF location somewhere. Well, shit, they were shows. running high schools then too. Yeah, don't don't tell people that. They don't believe you when you, when, oh, when you no, say that. No, no, they're the worldwide leader, you know. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, they 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 act like that shit never happened in that promotion. The, the, shit, nineteen into nineteen ninety four, they were probably about four months from corny buying WWF. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we're being a little sarcastic, but you yeah, know, you get the point. All right, but this is this is huge, man. Yeah, yeah. You got you got anything else from Waller right there, Hopper? This he he sounds like anyone that's from New Orleans when they just dis- describe the rest of the state of Louisiana. <laughs> It's exactly what he sounds like. That's true. Well, so I, you know, and the other yeah. thing, I just did, I did some looking. I, we have an international audience, so I want to kind of paint a picture here because I think a lot of times we talk about the Smoky Mountains, and it's like, well, it's all this little area here. Tennessee is a long ass state. It ain't wide, but it's long. So I looked up Memphis to Knoxville. That shit is 390 miles. Well, yeah. For our, for our international audience, that's 624 kilometers. That's that's a long way, I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like the same thing when people think, oh, oh, Shreveport's in Louisiana and so is New Orleans. Yeah, that shit's five hours away. It's, I mean, and it's, it's a, two completely different cultures. It's two different states, yep. <laughs> That's North Louisiana versus South Louisiana. I totally agree. Yeah. Bunch yeah. of Baptist fucking Bible thumping shit. Jesus Christ, Hopper. What, bro? Am I lying? <laughs> I'm not commenting on that. Come on, man. Why are you going to bury the people in Shreveport? I'm just saying. My biggest problem with the people in Shreveport is they think they're fucking Texans and they want to root for the Cowboys. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, well, dude, you're, me, you're a Louisianan. Let me break some sour news down for you. They're not Texans. Well, we know, but they don't realize that. You're not a Texan either, Mike. Uh, great. Yeah. I don't want to be one. And we'll, we'll keep moving this show because we got now the dirty white boy who's going to respond to what Lawler just said. He's back with Jim Ross. Well, Jerry the King Lawler is never at a loss for words. He's coming for you. He's coming on January the 28th on Super Saturday Night Fever. Well, you know, Jerry the King Lawler... On the 28th of January, you're going to walk into the Knoxville Coliseum. And you're coming for one thing, the Smoky Mountain heavyweight title. Now, I don't run around with my face painted green and a bunch of stooges carrying my bag. And I don't have a bunch of midgets running around. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, tough guy. If you're coming after this belt, you're going to have to come and be prepared to fight. Now, I haven't forgot anything about Buddy Landell. But Landell... If you want a shot at this, on that same night, you have to beat the wild-eyed southern boy, Tracy Smothers, to get a shot at this. Whoever wins that match between you two gets a shot at this right here. And you know, I've just, 
I wish Tracy all the best in the world, but hopefully, Buddy Landell, I can get my hands on you and stomp your stinking guts out. But Jerry the King Lawler, you're the man. What is this? What is this? What is this? This match was supposed to be for Buddy Landell. What are you doing here? This is Buddy Landell's match, no, 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 and you're giving it to Jerry Lawler? That's where you're totally wrong. Buddy Landell has to prove himself. He has to... Yes, that's exactly what I said. He's got to prove himself. He's got to climb the ladder to get a shot at this. And he just don't deserve it right now. We'll see about this. Yeah, we'll, we'll see will. about this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you hear it. Uh, we'll talk more about this situation. We've got to go to a break, and we'll be right back. Don't you go away. All right, Doc, what do you have from that? Michael, I have a problem with this. What? Well, wasn't it last week or the yeah. week before where yeah. the dirty white boys signed a contract to meet? I'll, I don't care who it is. I'll fight them and then signed a contract. Yeah, he did. So opinions aren't really relevant once we have a signed legal doc binding legal document. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Are you throwing a, are you throwing a flag? Throwing a, I'm throwing a small flag on that, but I do like the fact that the title picture is heating up, and we're putting some emphasis on the on the strap because that, that's not always the case in Smoky Mountains. So I like it. Uh, Hopper, you got anything from this? I, th I mean, Buddy Lindell's manager, I th his his agent or whatever, he's the biggest guy there. I mean, Dirty White Boy's got to look up to him, literally. Yeah, he was a big dude. Who was that? <laughs> Yeah, who I've been trying to find that too in my in my sweet spare precious free time, but I haven't been able to. Okay, so here's what 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 needs to happen: email corningdrivethrough at gmail dot com and ask Cornette who Robert Q Harmon is in December of '94 in Smoky Mountain Wrestling because Doc Buddy and I Landell's agent. Anywhere. Buddy Landell's agent. He's he's being positioned not as his manager but his agent. His name is Robert Q. Harmon on TV. Again, that's corny, C-O-R-N-Y, drive-through at gmail.com. There you go. It looks like Bill Watts. Harmon? I, I, oh. He's some, some real big fucking, oh, fucking older guy. Okay. Yeah. I, I see, yeah, he doesn't look like, I know what you mean, a statue. Right. Gotcha. Of like a big, uh, a big older guy, and he's dressed nice. I don't think he sticks around for long. Who was I the, can't remember. The green painted face guy, I think he was talking about Sting? No, he's talking about somebody in WWF when he said that. He's got to be yeah, talking about. That's what I was, because when he talks about the midgets. Well, he's talking about I, Doink. I, well, yeah, because I remember at that time they had Doink's. Was versus, yeah, and they had the King's Court. It was a bunch of little midgets, right? And, and, oh, and I'm trying. You're saying he was? You thinking he was talking about? He talked about that, and then he's making so he's clowning WWF. But then you're thinking he's talking about Sting too when he says the face paint, right? Who who in WWF during that time had face paint? That's what I'm trying to think of because Ultimate Warrior didn't he didn't come back yet. Right, he didn't come back until 96, I think. Something like that, yeah, because I was a senior in uh, high school. Yeah. I don't uh, I, I don't know who the fuck he could be talking about. That green face paint. Well, that's the beauty of it. It could be either WCW or WWF, probably. 
Yeah. Because he never says a name, which is kind of funny because if... The missing link. You think that's who he's talking about? No. Okay. I'm like, why would he say that at this point in time? Shit. I don't know. Doc, you got any thoughts on this? No. All right. So... They then go to the last thing I want. The last thing I want to do is think about who had face pain in the WWF in 1994. That's nice, Doc. So then they go to a recap of Corny and the Rock and Roll Express versus the Infernals, where we thought Corny deserted the Rock and Roll, but he came back out and threw them a couple of tennis rackets so that they could, um, they could, you know, lay some waste to the to the gangsters. The gangsters, uh, Harper, you would have missed this, but uh, he deser- It looks like he's deserting them, and then he comes back. And when he comes back out, he throws them rackets, and they have a tennis practice on the gangsters. Let's just leave it at that. So yeah. uh, I know it's a recap, so we'll just keep going. Um, I watched it. Th- I was wondering where did. they got the tennis rackets from. <laughs> Cornette's got a bunch of them. But he comes <laughs> out, and he throws them all, and it's like, hey, guys, look what I got. You got to love it. I actually thought this was pretty funny when Doc and I yeah. did a review on it. It was pretty good. Uh, and they tee off on him. But we'll keep going. Uh, D'Lo Brown is going to take on the Infernal Fire is his name. Buddy Landell comes out and has some words for Dirty White Boy during this match. Um, let me let me get to a timestamp because I thought there was one thing he said that was funny. Let me uh, – here it is. Let me tell you something, Jim Ross and Les Thatcher. When you're used to steak, you don't give a man hamburger. You understand that? I'm the number one contender. I'm the man to be. How do you, you, how what do you figure that, buddy? You just got here. How do you figure you're the number one contender? Because you I walked here. in and stopped the champion the first week I was in here. Let me tell you something. I cover the ground. I walk on Jim Ross. Well, you may now, do that. Let me tell you something. You two are the best at what you do, and I'm the best at what I do. And that's kicking people's teeth in. Let me tell you something. If I don't get that shot January the 28th, with a dirty white boy, I'm going to be a very unhappy camper. And I can make some things happen because I've got a lot of money backing me now. Do you understand? I understand Hold on. that. Well, uh, Nature Boy Buddy Landell. <laughs> you don't feed a man hamburger when he's used to eating steak. Uh, Doc, you got any thoughts on Landell on commentary? Well, Buddy's out and he's got a legitimate bitch, as we discussed. But at one point, Les called Buddy a class act. And that, that popped me. <laughs> <laughs> what Proving once again that Les is one of us. He's a he is a member of the army as well. It still trips me out that when Les was on the show, he said, "You know, I was listening to you guys." <laughs> <laughs> That's not, not a good th- idea. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, "Man, this is a man that seems like a real genuine dude." And I'm thinking, "God, Les put our filth in his ears." <laughs> I mean, That's it ain't just... exactly the same thing as fucking the devil, Jim Jim Mitchell here. Yeah, no, huh? Right, but still, <laughs> Les Thatcher saying that just was like, wow. Uh, I don't know. It's a uh, it's a little humbling when you hear that. You're like, holy shit. All right. Um, so why uh, Buddy comes out to the ring, or he decides to stop the match, and he basically kind of somewhat makes a challenge at Dirty White Boy. And then Buddy powders out. Hopper, do you have anything from all this? Nah. Harmon is a big dude. Yeah. Now that you say it. You don't have anything, though? Uh-uh. All right, Doc, anything else? Mm-mm. So we'll then go, you know, Bruiser Bedlam hasn't been around for a while. Um, He's kind of just been, I don't want to say just laying in the way, you know, just whatever's happening. He's He's not been around. Yeah. 
he so hit a, he he hit a point a couple of weeks ago where he needed another territory to go work in for a while. Yeah, he's like what Killer Kyle kind of turned into. He's just kind of floating around. You see him every now and then. Very true. Which is weird because this man fought Macho Man, right? And won, right? And won, and won. Um, so let's go to confrontation with Jim Ross. It's pretty short, but I think Jim Ross is just great here. He's a great instigator. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. As we mentioned this week in confrontation, it was Bruiser Bedlam who demanded that uh, Mr. Cornette join us out here. And for what reason, sir? Listen, Jim Ross, I don't play second field nobody. He's getting involved with the Rock and Roll Express. Those two punks. I want title shots. I beat the Macho Man. I ran over Tracy Smothers. I ran over everybody in this territory. What are you doing to me, Jimmy? I don't need this. What are you doing to him? Hey, now don't start What are you doing to this guy? What is the matter with you? Bruiser, <laughs> listen. You had all kind of title shots against the dirty white boy. It didn't go our way. These things take time. I'm not trying to slack off on your career, but sure I've been busy with the rock and roll and the gangster situation and all that stuff. I got a lot of things going on in my life. He's but I'm you. No, Jim, don't keep you. instigating. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, Bruiser, just it. stick with me. Be patient. Be patient, because these things take time. You'll be back up in the title picture. You'll be back up in the spotlight before you know it. You're going to be running roughshod over everybody. You did beat Randy Macho Man Savage right in the middle of the ring. You beat everybody, and it's just a matter of time before I get you back in those title pictures again. All I know is you better produce. You better produce, and I want to produce fast. You do what you best, and just shut up and hit that mic. Bruiser, I'm Bruiser. getting sick of this. Listen. I always want title shots. I want what I want. Bruiser, you had title shots with the dirty white boy. It would have helped if you'd have won one of them. Are you saying you blew it? You blew some of them, but I'm going to get you some more, but you've got to have faith in me. I've been guiding you all along up till now, and you've been at the top, and I'm going to keep you there if you just have faith in me. Now, come on. Let's talk about this thing. Let's go back in the back and get out of fish face mouth. I don't like him. You better produce for me, Cornette. That's all I know. Come on, Bruiser. Let's go talk. Come on. And if I were you, uh, Bruiser, I'd check my uh, bank book, too. You may be missing some funds from Cornette. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back in just a moment. JR is fantastic here. Dude, Hopper, he, really, he really is. Uh, let me go to Hopper for Hopper, what you got? He's like when they used to have those those like Jerry Springer type shows, but they, you had Jerry Springer, then you had like the like the lesser known ones, and a guy would just get them fucking uh, riled up. Yeah, you know what he is. You ever had this happen to you, Mike? You ever be arguing with Sasha about how stupid anniversaries are, but you're trying yes. to you're trying to like navigate it so that it doesn't escalate. And you yeah. and your boy walks in and goes. I don't know, Dad. You were telling me yesterday how dumb all this shit is. <laughs> and you look at him like, would you keep your fucking mouth shut? Thank right, you. I'm trying to smarten you up. You ain't got to come in here and break kayfabe for us all. You got to pour. You, we don't need gasoline poured on this situation. This is this requires some delicate maneuvering, and I'm the one yeah. to do it. It's so yeah. great, man. Jr. is so subtle at it, but he's been doing it for years now to Corny. And Corny was great because he goes, you know, it would have helped if you'd have won one of my title matches. Like that. <laughs> what a great line that was. That was true. Lots of good stuff there. I, I, give Bruiser credit too right there. Yeah, he wasn't bad at all. I mean, he, he said it. I beat Macho Man. Shit. Yeah, yeah. How many I mean, people in 1994 could say they put they beat Macho? And, and the thing that makes it good to me is he. it feels like he's got a legitimate complaint. Because if you've been watching the TV... 
Cornette has thrown him to the back burner. He's been concentrating on this whole gangsters and rock and roll thing for like a couple months now. And Bruce has just been kind of just thrown to the thrown to the wayside. It's it's there's a lot of truth here. You agree, Hopper? Yeah. yeah. He's kind of he's just another second. He's just another guy now. Yeah. It's you know, I agree. You were talking about Killer Kyle. It's like he's a level mm-hmm. above Killer Kyle, but that's not really saying much in the hierarchy of talent. That's nice. Well, no, I don't. And that's not a shot at Kyle. I'm just talking about how, how they booked sure him. sounds like it. Because I, I think they could have. I actually, you know, if you talk to like Bobby Blaze and other people about Killer Kyle, he, it's like Corny should have did more with him because he, he was talented. I don't know if he could cut cut good promos, but I don't know if you really needed him to cut promos if, if Corny would have just did the talking for him. Kyle knew what he was doing. All right. We'll keep going. Uh, there was a Tracy Smothers promo. Uh, Tracy's with the Stars and Bars, and he talks a little bit about the feud with Brian Anderson and then the NWA title feud as well, or the NWA yeah. title match. Uh, have any? You have anything from it, Hopper? It was like thirty. It wasn't even long. It was like thirty seconds. No. Yeah. I'm uh, waiting for this guy to. You know, I, I was excited when he came in. I was like, oh, look at this guy. Some someone new, and then it's just I'm kind of. Eh. I think he's <clears> – <throat> I was thinking about Brian Anderson during this match because <clears throat> it would be really easy to do my normal. <sighs> but then I was like, you know, the Army deserves more analysis than just some snoring. I think he's really, really hurt by this style in 1994 because it feels like 94 is a year where – People are are doing more aerial maneuvers. Power yeah. bombs are coming in. Candido's Moose doing sauce. all kinds. Of, yeah, and it really Look highlights. This. Look what ECW is starting to do right here too. Y- yeah, and and you know you have Cactus doing things and Candido doing things, and he's down on the mat. And it's not awful. It's Anderson wrestling, but it's really highlighting the contrast in a bad way. I think. I think it was. A product of the time as much as anything else. Tracy told me he was fresh out of like amateur wrestling. And when I asked him about Brian, he said he was really, really good. He said he did push him like from a mat wrestling standpoint. Uh, he was like, man, he, he, he was he was talented. Um, and then Tracy was like, I think I heard he went on to be a lawyer. I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, and this aired. I haven't posted it yet, but um it would have aired by the time we this this dropped. So Tracy put him over, um, but he wasn't. He, he again, he wasn't in the business long. And to your point, Doc, yeah, it was just a the style he was working at the time just wasn't like a, a huge thing. So, um, I, but I, I, you know what? I think he'd be better off with that style worked right today. today yeah, than he was in 1994 when everybody was gravitating to a, a different position. Yeah, I agree. Uh, did y'all hear during the Brian Anderson and Anthony Michaels match, JR said Brian Anderson has about as much charisma as oatmeal with nothing on it? Yeah. No, but that's a great line. But that's just <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but I popped when he, when he, when um, JR said that. So Brian cuts a promo after the match. Uh, meat and potatoes. Hopper, did you have anything from it? No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, you. All right, we'll keep going. Yeah. 
we go to a, a promo, and JR tells us coming up on January 28th will be the Rumble Rules Battle Royal at the K-Town Rumble with a winner's purse of $10,000. Um, it's basically Royal Rumble Rules, and each man does have to put $250 in to compete and then Smoky Mountain puts up the rest, and that's how they get to ten thousand. But uh, it's basically a Smoky Mountain Wrestling Royal Rumble. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on it? I would assume they got clearance from Vince to use the Rumble name. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Does Vince have that trademark their own in some way? I, guess. I would imagine in a battle royal scenario, it might be. Maybe. This is just called the K Town Rumble, though. Right. I mean, I don't. But the rumble, but the rules are the damn same. Ah, that don't mean shit. Yeah, you can't trademark that shit. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I ain't no attorney, but let's get Brian. Let's call Brian Anderson. Yeah, let's call Brian Anderson and get him in. So it's again, it's basically a Royal Rumble at that. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot of other things going on in the promotion that I'm more interested in than this. How about that? Yeah. Even though this type of rumble Royal uh, battle Royal is the one thing, like you said, doc, that WWE got right many years ago. Yes. It, it, it directs traffic in a, in a crowded ring better than a normal scrum. Right. Cause you can get your shit in. It's a continuous mm-hmm. great, you, you know, can actually work angles thing. within the battle royal easier that way too, because you can you isolate sure the guys. Fuck can. You sure can, Harper. When y'all do the um the Revolution Rumble every year, how long of a match is it usually from start to finish? Um, forty five minutes or so. Yeah, about that. So yeah, thought. about forty five minutes. And the best part about those matches is, to me, it's there's no, no, there's never really a time when people are on their hands. It's it's kind of just. Continuous action, which I which I because think you're is, wondering who's next, who's next, that's right? And that's then great, when they come out, great, it's a it's like a surprise every time, right? Yeah. Exactly. Every few minutes, you got a surprise coming out. So, mm-hmm. all right, so we'll keep going. Uh, the next match is the f- uh, main event for the TV uh, this week, and it's Brian Lee versus Buddy Landell. Uh, when this match started, I just kept thinking, man, if Brian Lee retains the TV title, will Buddy take the check from Mark Curtis, stuff it in his balls, and then stuff it down Brian Lee's mouth? Am I the only one of the three of us that thought that? You yes. are. Yes. Yeah, I don't wow. think about Same thing. I don't think about, oh. I don't, <laughs> See, I don't think about that kind of trash. Oh, no, no, hold on. So, Hopper, you thought that. Right. <laughs> because he did it Because he did it before. The Tim Horner. Yeah, old Tim okay. Warner. So I'd like for you to hit thirty-eight forty with some audio. Okay. Thirty-eight forty for some audio. Let's go to thirty-eight. I can get to thirty-eight thirty-seven. Okay, so hold on. Let's uh, let's turn it up. See what he says. I What were we listening for? He's got him in the he's got him in the armbar and he's down on the mat and he's screaming ah ah and then he goes I can get out of this anytime I want to ah ah oh. <laughs> hold on hold on let's crank it up a little I prime time Brian Lee almost hold on he's blowing some chance maybe with some 
advisory behind the scenes to concentrate on what he's doing in that square circle. Hard right hands followed by the uh, snap mare into the reverse chin lock. And again, nature boy Buddy Landell grounds the big man. And good, good move there. Nice counter move, turning away from pressure into the hammer lock by primetime Brian Lee. Almost a, a surrogate uh, a protege of Cactus Jack. Buddy gives zero fucks, man. That was awesome. I mean, okay, when he did that, I thought about Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what that is. Moon River. Okay. Um, Doc, any other thoughts on this match? They go eight minutes bell to bell, Has, which is long. Yeah, I, I got a philosophical question, and I know we're running a little long here for an episode, but it, it is, has anybody... Re regressed more in this promotion than primetime bro he's your first heavyweight champion hmm. yeah. i don't think he's i don't know if he's regressed i think i'll stand by what i told you last time i think he just doesn't fit the role of a baby face well or he doesn't look like one that's for damn sure or yeah. is it just that the talent's better around him now did he get did he get worse or did everybody else get better I think it's the role. Hopper, what do you think? He 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 looks like a face. I mean, look at him with the black jeans and that the black metal shirt and the black hair cuz you said blonde hair. Now it's black. Wait, he looks like a face or he looks like a heel right now? No, he 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 looks like a heel. Yeah. Nothing about the way he looks says I'm a good guy. But yet he's trying to be a good guy. Right. It's he still not... looks like the sing he still looks like the singer from Dangerous Toys. <laughs> he looks like a si singer to a lot of fucking bands. Fucking, fucking a typo negative. Remember them? Oh my god, that guy died. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he just doesn't do a. Can you imagine man. Mike listening to Typo Negative for like <laughs> five seconds? I think I remember that band. Yeah. Really. I I I feel like I've heard a song or two from them. Wow. You probably Where'd have because it was on ECW, I bet. Oh, yeah, that's true, huh? I just don't remember exactly where I heard it, but I, I feel but like I've But Dangerous heard Toys was in that Bullet Boys era, pal. Yeah. You know, it was funny. Uh, a couple of the BTT Army members were on the Facebook page. And uh, Chris, I'm going a, I'm to a butcher your name, so I apologize. Chris Zaha. And uh, David Jordan, we're talking about Black Sabbath, and now, so there's, I, that's greatness. So be so careful. So I, I, I said, "Who's Black Sabbath?" Mm. But I spelled it with one B. Evidently, it's spelled mm. with two Bs. And and they said I was being racist. <laughs> Is it two Bs or one? Two. Is it okay? Look, Hopper don't even know. See. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Y'all got me. Anyway. Be blessed and be a blessing. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Talking look. rock and roll music with Mike is like watching old people fuck. Wow. I don't know, man. I know a lot of dudes who'd like to watch old people. What? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, uh, right. Right, Sabbath has, has two Bs in it. See, even Harper had to look it up. I don't feel so bad. I thought you meant like, I thought you meant Black had two Bs. I was like, what? Like oh, thick no, has no. two. Like thick has two C's. Right. Okay. Um. 
Buddy ends up using the ropes and pins Brian Lee to become the TV champ, but I ain't here for Budro five-star matches. I'm here for Budro promos and to hear him talking about busting some guts out. So uh, that's all I had. And Hopper, you got anything else from this match? No. Doc, what about you? No. He's the champ. He is the champ. And with that said, we are going to go to a uh, Buddy cutting a promo as the champ. Here it is, and this is good. A thousand dollars, you're the new Smoky Mountain uh, Television champion. But, buddy, your feet were all over the ropes. How can you? How can you be happy with this? That's the way I saw it in my monitor. And you need to get your glasses changed, Jim Ross, because when Brian Lee walked in that ring, he said, "Buddy, please take it easy on me. I'm an old man. I'm a has been." And then I slapped him so hard his daddy felt it wherever he's at. You know something, Jim Ross. To a lot of people out here like these pig farmers, $1,000 is about a half a year's pay. This ain't nothing to me. As a matter of fact, Jim, you need this a little bit more than I do. So you take that and go have a good time with it. Thanks a lot. Let me tell you something. I am the television champion now. I am a force to be reckoned with. I have some credibility now. So people start taking notice. And remember the name, Nature Boy Buddy Landale. Tracy Smothers, January the 28th, you're the unlucky man to get in the ring with me. Let me tell you something. What makes you think that you're the number one contender? I'm the television champion and soon to hold both titles, Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion and the television champion. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what more we can say. We'll follow up on the situation next week. Next week, we'll have highlights from Christmas Chaos. And next week, one-on-one, -on -one, it'll be Cactus Jack and Bruiser Bedlam for Les Thatcher and the new television champion and Mr. Harmon. So long, everybody. <laughs> I want camera to keep going. I look like he's still doing shit. I'm afraid if it did. <laughs> we might get Buddy doing the helicopter trick with his pulled out his pants, dude. He is Buddy's got love handles and a gut, and he's out there flexing like he's missed. I mean, look, these guys. Olympics. I mean, from from when he right. sucks it in, it's he, not he bad. Look bad. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing here to keep in mind is that Buddy's calling primetime a has been. Buddy's five years older than primetime Brian Lee, and Brian Lee's twenty eight years old there. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. The best part about what Buddy's doing is he's looking at the monitor that's right there. <laughs> he's you gotta watch him. When he starts flexing, he's looking at the monitor that's directly to the left of him. And he's staring at it as he hits those poses. And he's look at him. He's staring right at that monitor as he flexes and shows his <laughs> striations. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Ross Busted is like those guts out. Jim Ross is like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, times. Uh, but buddy told Jr. This thousand dollars is chump change. You take it and go have some fun with it. And Robert Q. Harbin takes the check from Jim Ross <laughs> after Buddy stuffs it in Jr.'s pocket. Harper, awesome. what do you have from all this? This is good shit. It looks like two beers should be in his hand right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> the, the beers were like photoshopped out. <laughs> Dude, it really does. It does. If you go to the YouTube version of this show at forty five thirty eight, it really does look like Buddy should have two beers in in each hand. Wow, that's oh, great. Buddy. All right, Doc. Anything else? No, let's rate this some bitch. All right, we got to rate it. Before we do so, remember, if you're not a patron, what are you waiting on? Become one at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You get the video review versions of these. You get 200-plus audio episodes exclusive just to Patreon members. Doc and I were talking about the Clash of Champions at the beginning of this episode. We just, uh, it, it, it would have aired by now, but, you know, we've done a couple of... Uh, WCW pay-per-views and the Clash of Champions at this point. So plenty of stuff up for Patreon members at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We are some we're doing some serious hard work over here to kick out extra content and shows on all these digital platforms, Doc. So become yep. a patron for us at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Uh, also, don't forget, use the Amazon referral link at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book. Matter of fact, Bobby should be coming back to the territory soon. Uh, but go buy his book, Pin Me, Pay Me. And you can get anything and everything off of Amazon at tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. Um, all right, Doc, uh, you were getting ready to go. So uh, what are you rating this one? Man, what a great episode. I'm going to say 8.8. All right, Harper, what about you? I'm going to 8.5. Mike gave it a zero. I gave it a Buddy Landell is freaking fantastic. That's what I'm All right, so is he getting your cheese? He's got to get the cheese, bro. Not the king. I mean, the king is good. See, this is where you get into that thing of you can't, neither one is wrong. But Buddy's out there, gives his check to JR, then he's flexing in the camera, and it fits the heel role he's in perfect. So I gotta give it to Buddy. I can't I can't go king. Who are you giving it to, Doc? I agree. Buddy. Buddy? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Harper Buddy as well? Yeah. He looks so good hard. when he's flexing. <laughs> he sucks it in, he looks yeah. good. Yeah. It, it, you know he's got like a core going, and and I mean look at that. Hold on, I'll pause it on it because I know exactly what shot you're talking about. When he right. when he hits the when he hits the bicep pose, you can start to right see there. a lot. Like he right sees there, himself and out right there. Like he's got he you bad. know he's, he's he's got a lat right there, and he's got uh -huh. you know got got the abs starting to show, and he's got a little delt, and he's got a bicep and Bye, the try, try and the, yeah. he throwing. I mean, look. He, He's smooth looking, but I mean, he's he don't look bad. But when he's standing there, he's got the love handles and the guts hanging out. It's you know he's got to really hit the pose to make it look decent, you know. But you're right, Hopper. He don't look terrible. I agree. Hey, I do want to remind everyone of one thing. We haven't mentioned this in a long time on this show. Let's get those five star reviews on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Doc, you said something about that was going away a couple months back. I don't know what you're talking about. The the five star reviews or the reviews are still on there as of this time. What, what were you talking about? Do you even remember? You sent me a text about that. It said that it was going away. Okay, so he stepped away. Must be in his long guy. Anyway, uh, so if you're out there and you have not rated this show on Apple slash iTunes. Go there, give the show a five-star review, 
and write some nice comments, and we definitely would appreciate it. Also, before we get out of here, make sure you check out the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing and our Vantage Point on Mondays. They drop their episodes. The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing is hosted by ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do classic and current stuff. And then check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, giving their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history, the WWF. Slightly classier and definitely more professional than us, but still fun nonetheless. Those shows, Wrestling Podcast About Nothing, and OVP support us, so please give them a chance and support them. Harper, I don't have anything else, man. You got anything before we get out of here? Nope. All right, man, hit the tagline and uh, get us to the next episode. Before we get out of here, I want to thank all the patrons out there that we have who make this show possible twice a week, each and every week for free. Uh, thank you all. Thank you for your pledges. We appreciate it. And um, I can't say thanks enough. So I always like to close the show with thanking all of our patron members out there. Also, I want to thank the Hall of Fame patrons out there. Bob Richards, Michael Angel, Rocky Suazo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunifin, Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Nutt on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. Half Pints Point on Twitter, keep cutting those promos, kid, Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Mike Childry, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Kyle Riley, Super Duper Hall of Famer, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie. Mark, I had a great time doing that Halloween Havoc 93 with you. Can't wait to do it again next year, thanks to you being a Super Duper Hall of Famer. Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Zine at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn at Ryan and Auburn on Twitter, um, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, Ari Miller39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, t 94 Gobbled Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And also, before I get out of here, make sure you check out my friend Mike Prue and his bottom line cast going through the 
career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just search Bottom Line Cast wherever you get your podcast from. Also, don't forget on the new $5 tier, besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay-per-views, and I say new, it's not really a new tier at this point, but besides the Jim Crockett Promotions pay-per-views, you also get the ECW Livecast, which is Mike Pru and JV. They do every two weeks. They take two episodes of ECW, do it watch-along format. They play promos in the background, though, so you can get the audio as well. But it's a great show, so don't forget to download those episodes as well. It's nothing but ECW. Early ECW. It's so bad, it's good. With that said, once again, thanks to all the patrons. If you're not one, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We appreciate it if you become one. And you guys have a great week. And until next time, you know what Hopper always says when he gets out of here. Book it, bitch. <laughs>